magic lamp. Wonder what happens when I rub it. You have awakened me. I shall grant you three wishes. My first wish is for economic development. My second wish is to save hours of travel time. And my third wish is to create safer roads. You could have just wished for bus rapid transit and gotten all these things with one wish. Make all your transit wishes come true. Learn more about bus rapid transit at indigo.net slash bus dash rapid dash transit. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com and I know you will too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com Rob Kendall, Jim Merritt, the program of Statehouse Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. How are you, my friend? Good day, Robert. I'm well. It's uh, it's May. You are our residential expert because you spent 30 years in the Indiana Senate. So on all things politics and government, we feel you're, well, we feel you're highly qualified to answer said questions. And uh, I want to actually I was going to start with Todd Rokita, but I want to start with do you are you and Greg Pence buddies? I've only met Greg Greg once. Oh, good. So I won't ruin this relationship for you. then, Right. (laughs) So for those of you don't know, Jim was once the most respected man in the Indiana uh, State House. You were what were you were number two in the Senate, right? You were the second guy. And Mm -hmm. then uh, Jim had an incredible idea about six years ago that he wanted a radio show. And he asked me to uh, host that show with him, and it was just straight downhill for your reputation in the state. <laughs> we had 102 podcasts once a week for two years. Uh, yes, and look, you, you may have lost some friends, but you had a lot of fun in the process. Well, you know, it's um, sunshine. Transparency is the is the uh, is the point of the day. Yeah, and I think uh, we did that. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, th- Big news out is that Greg Pence, now uh, usually I keep the editorial comments to a minimum on this show. I save those for Kendall and Casey, and I had a, several uh, Greg Pence editorial comments uh, there. Uh, he is a U.S. rep. Uh, I'm not going to say he only has his job because his last name is Pence and he looks like his brother. I'm not going to mention the Keel Brothers Oil Company fiasco that cost the <laughs> taxpayers millions of dollars in the bank that was left holding the paper uh, when Greg Pence bid adieu over at Keel Brothers Oil Company. I'm not going to mention any of that, but he has endorsed Suzanne Crouch, who is running for governor, the current lieutenant governor, and I would say that seems about right. Congressman Pence is uh, hes a magician. Oh, I was going to say grifter. You'll go with magician. Okay, he's a magician. Good. Very good. Yes, um, I, I've rarely seen Congressman Pence. Uh, <laughs> I, I um, I'm not sure what he's done the last what two or four years in Congress. Uh, well, of course they don't do anything out in Washington, Robert. Right, you're 100 percent correct. Yes, and uh, they kind of wait on the Speaker's office to give the guidelines. Oh, kind of like here. Yeah, there's not much difference. Yeah. And so uh, it's hard to comment on Congressman Pence. I I don't know him. I appeared on a a podcast in in East Central Indiana, and and they've asked him countless times to appear, and um. I uh, it's hard to comment on Congressman Pence. I I 
I, I've heard he, he feels like he's got a future in politics. A future? Uh, Isn't he like in his 60s? Yeah, he's older than uh, Congressman, or excuse me, former Vice President Pence. Yeah. And uh, it, from the back, they look exactly right, alike. Sure. And, and so it, it's, um, it, it's almost like a mold of clay, you know? <laughs> I'm I'm yeah, just politician man. I I, I don't know. Uh, no I don't know how he feels about issues. I know he's conservative. Is he? Well, I I guess he votes that way. Uh, <laughs> but um, I do see him on Facebook. He 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 goes to a lot of Lincoln days, and <laughs> you know, it's just You're so nice. It's really just hard to comment on somebody that I don't know. So he said in a statement, uh, "You'll love this, Jim Crouch. Mm-hmm. Will quote will protect Hoosier values." Stand up for families, faith, life, and will always support law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Su- th- th- this is my thing with Suzanne Crouch. And uh, full disclosure, I once worked for Suzanne Crouch when she was the, I had the privilege, Jim, I don't know if you know this, uh, of working for three state auditors in a very short period of time. Well, uh, yeah, because a couple were what, what, appointed, yeah, correct? What, one, one was appointed and then uh, quit. Mm-hmm. Then there was an interim, mm-hmm. Um which technically it was our it, it was our dear friend Aaron Sheridan okay. who I know you know mm-hmm. and uh, she's fabulous and then uh, and then the permanent appointment was uh, was Suzanne Crouch mm-hmm. and uh, so I worked for three auditors in the span of about uh, oh about two months Jim it was a, quite a <laughs> wild and wacky time in my life and you know when Mike Pence declares he's going to run for president I got some great stories about what what happened over there and uh, so we'll 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 start telling some of those stories if. Uh, if Mike pulls the trigger on running for for president, uh, but she uh, she's done nothing the past six years, seven years, whatever it's been now that Holcomb's been the governor. Whether it's the state shutdown, the million people out of work, the tens of thousands of business closures, the trying to put you in jail for not wearing a mask, the Malik Muhammad meet and greet, the all the tax increases, all the growth in government. She's said nothing. And for Greg Pence to act like she is Ron DeSantis recreated, get lost with that. You know, it's interesting. All three uh, governor candidates, um, uh, Mr. Doden from Fort Wayne. Is he still running? I I think so. Where is he? I don't know. He's in Fort Wayne. So <laughs> <laughs> I know he bit, made a big deal at the one of the Lincoln Day dinners up in uh, that neck of the woods. Uh, and we have Senator Mike Braun, who I've said on this program, I believe needs to leave the U.S. Senate and come home and run for governor. And you and it, we need to see exactly and, – and Robert, it's within a year of that election. Yeah, So it would be a really good idea for um, him to stop commenting on – federal legislation and federal issues and come home and tell us what he's going to do uh, should he get the nomination, should he become our next governor in, in, in 2025 when he's sworn in, and, and as well as Suzanne. Uh, Lieutenant Governor Crouch had a, had a good session uh, this past uh, this past winter of the Indiana General Assembly good when for, she talked about mental illness. Hmm? Good for who? It wasn't good for my pocketbook. Well, no, no, it's not about your pocketbook. It's about the culture of Indiana with mental health. And and she talked about her her um, her family and, and talked about what what uh, that she supports Senate Bill 1. H- however, the, all three of these candidates 
all announced in 2022. Now, it is now almost midway 2023, and we really don't know anything about them, and we, we have not heard their vision for the state of Indiana, and that's all been wasted time. Uh, and so it's very difficult to look at all three of these candidates and uh, feel good about them. Yeah, well, you hit on a great point, so let's go there with that. You got three people running, mm-hmm. three who I would describe as having infinite money. I mean, yes. Do- Doden's yes. got a lot of yes. really rich friends. Yes, uh, they'll Crouch, all be well-funded. Cr- Crouch has uh, no no one sucks money out of the establishment like Suzanne. She's done a really good job of raising money as lieutenant governor. And mm-hmm. uh, you're so nice about everything. <laughs> you just always put the, this the nicest spin on everything. And then you got Braun, who obviously is a U.S. senator, so he has you know a, uh, unlimited fundraising potential, and he's infinitely wealthy as a person. And that's how he got there. It, it, right. You're, you're right. Mm-hmm. I mean, he basically bought a U.S. Senate seat. Mm-hmm. Now, no, I'm not saying he did anything illegal or unethical. No. That's no. the rules, and that's how he played. He funded but, his his first run. Sure. But you have no idea, and you're so spot on with this, Jim. I have no idea with any of these three people what their big plan is. No, you don't. And and how they're going to work with the legislature. Uh, you and I have talked on this, on this uh, topic a lot, where you have a pandemic and you had the rise of 2020, and that rocked our society. And and the whole idea behind leadership is is uh, recalling that and how we're going to be different in the, in the um, than in the past. What are we going to innovate? What kind of innovations have come to the fore that's they're going to help us uh, survive uh, the coming five to ten years? And and a big part of leadership, and we're going to see this on the local level with the mayor's uh, campaign in Indianapolis, is how are you going to guide us? How are you going to lead us in the coming years? And 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 frankly, we're not seeing that. Yeah, it is amazing to me that you have three people. They all have the ability to tell you what they want to do. And it just tells me the fact that none of them are saying means – they're either they don't know or they're okay with business as usual. Well, a lot of times leaders and 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 um, <clears throat> I don't know this for a fact or not, but a lot of them are are out asking people what they think. And and to me, if you announce for governor or any other office, you know, yeah, you've, already, you know? you've already done that uh, <laughs> spade work. Yeah. You you know exactly. What Indiana? Um, uh, what 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 the biomes? What what? Where are we coming from? And Indiana, Robert, is two or three states, if you will. It's we make and we grow. We manufacture and we're agriculture. And and the people uh, in southern Indiana are 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 um, you know a shade different than people in northern Indiana. And so, it, it we have a very rich heritage in the state of Indiana. And and. I, I think it's been a wasted uh, four, five, six with Doden almost a year uh, of time where you could be just relating to people and and um, offering your vision for the state of Indiana. And, and of course, because of state law, none of the three have been able to raise money during the Indiana General Assembly for the last four or five months. And so you, it's spreading your wisdom, spreading your leadership, qualities spreading what your vision for the state of indiana is going to be uh should you become governor it's just been wasted time and uh 
and it's it's uh, it's a shame because people are hungering for leadership, Robert. Isn't it also weird too? Like, okay, so I met with the Doden guy. He asked to meet with me, mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. sat there and I was exactly as I am here, Jim. You know, sure. Rob Kendall on air and Rob Kendall off air are the same that's, guy. That's exactly right. And uh, we're trying to get him on merit in the morning. Yeah, and uh, I, look, I met with the guy for an hour. I told him exactly what he needs to do to win the Republican primary. Uh, this may shock you, Jim. None of that has been proposed, enacted, publicly presented, and it tells me because he had you know in a, a he has a bunch of establishment people running his campaign that those ideas probably got presented to those people. And they said you're not doing that, mm-hmm. and there's no boldness from any of these people. I mean, you have a made for issue. You have a made for issue that everybody is being impacted by, which is property taxes. And not one of these candidates for governor is talking about the property tax. It amazes me. It's like there's like here's all these free votes. Now nah, we don't want those. Yeah, and 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 uh, have you, as you've been probably you're probably tired of pointing out for at least 365 days <laughs> that this was coming, yes. and it would have been a perfect time for Eric Doden when he announced what July August last year, yeah. uh, pushing the legislature. To at least put a commission together in August, so they're ready for the general assembly uh, with the with the two year budget this last session. It, it would have been ideal, a great opportunity, and and, um, and and obviously fell short. The only proposal I know that Eric Doden has put forward is teacher pay. Yeah, the angry red-shirted teachers are going to get taken care of once well, again at the expense of everyone else. Well, the legislature, Robert, has done uh ha- has increased teacher pay. There was a teacher pay commission. The legislature and the governor didn't push that. Uh and it was a full throat. It was a, it was very well um presented. Uh and and we didn't even see a tweet from Eric Doden uh, of support of what the legislature did with increased teacher pay from the last session. Yeah, it just it's all uh, I mean, again, you have three people, all three of them have the ability and the resources if they have a big idea to put it out there, to market it, and you're hearing nothing. I mean, gas taxes, property taxes, uh the the public education system is a complete nightmare and there's nothing for many of these people. Oh, they have so many trumpets. <laughs> I mean, they have such such ability to speak to people, and, and uh, you know, I'm not even a candidate for governor, and I've got Jim Merritt's Indiana podcast. I've got Merritt in the in, in the morning. I've got this, which most people wouldn't do, but <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but but I I I believe that you need to put yourself out there and all the issues of day and comment on them. And, and you're going to make some enemies, and you're going to make some friends, but you've got to be in the public square, and none of the three governor candidates have any desire to do so. To do so. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com, and I know you will, too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com. 
Rob Kendall, Jim Merritt, Program Statehouse Happenings. Your weekly look at uh, what's going on with Indiana politics and government. All right, let's turn our attention over to uh, our old friend, Indiana's own Lionel Hutz. You may remember Lionel Hutz, the uh, often underachieving attorney on The Simpsons. His slogan was, if I don't win, your pizza's free. And uh, that's what I have dubbed Todd Rokita, Indiana's Lionel Hutz, because, well, somehow, despite really, uh, as far as I understood, never having tried a case in court, he managed to become attorney general and well, the performance of the office has reflected just that. Yeah, you know Rokita, you guys friends. Well, I, I, um, we're we've you, known each other for a very you, long time. You seem time. way too smart to hang out with Todd Rokita. <laughs> we don't have coffee. Yeah, no. Uh-huh. Uh, he's back in the news again. So let's set a little background. By the way, Indiana Capital Chronicle reported on this. So when Todd Rokita was elected Attorney General, it came out, and this blew my mind, Jim. I didn't. I would have never dawned on me that this was a thing. That he had a second job. Yeah. Like, like I have a second job. Yeah. I, I I go to a second job when I get done here because thanks to the Republicans' taxes and Biden's inflation, everything's really expensive. And so I have done the right thing, and I step up and don't ask with a handout. I, I go earn my pay. I, I But I am not a statewide elected official with a six-figure salary. I'm a radio broadcaster. Todd Rukita had a second job. Have you ever heard of a statewide office holder having a second job? No, and I found that to be... <laughs> I was incredulous at at this situation, and and that should have ended the minute that he won. Yeah, and uh, and and uh, the uh, the idea the 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 um, responsible attorney general position should be that I'm the legislature's lawyer, I'm the governor's lawyer, and I have a uh, uh, I have a, a group of responsibilities that I've got to focus in on, and that ought to be the focus. This this idea of being a part of another company uh, should have ended the minute he got elected. Well, and the second job that he had was in a profession that his his office, the Office of Attorney General, if not this company directly, the profession, he would be litigating issues potentially against i mean it was it was uh just the weirdest thing so he then well com- he could be a radio broadcaster and it wouldn't smell right right well right you're i mean the whole thing is bizarre period but rokita's bizarre period so uh so it comes out he's got this job he then is emphatically i've already cleared this with the inspector general and the inspector general said this is fine and then the rightful follow-up was cool can we see that opinion no. Uh, that is, again, the weirdest thing in the world to say, I have this thing that totally clears me and says everything's fine. Great. Let's see it. Nope. Yeah, I. Um, it, wouldn't be, it wouldn't surprise you to know that I wrote the public access counselor law. It was Senate Bill 1 many, many years ago, decades ago. And, and sunshine, transparency, it, it, is, the, it is the essence of, of of government meaning local state federal transparency is uh is, is the da- demand of the day and i just can't understand how todd um views this and and it, it's just not this just not this issue there are a lot of different points uh, in the last couple of years that, that the attorney general has disappointed many of us that um uh these little fights that he finds, it, 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 they just don't make any sense. So it goes to court. Judge says, you got to release 
the document. There's certain things you can redact, which I don't even know what you'd redact. It's not that long of an opinion to say, you know, at least it shouldn't be, to say he can either work this job or he can't. Rokita then decides he's going to take it to the next level and says, well, I'm going to appeal this ruling. I mean, it is... How many attorneys are going to walk well, off the job on this? So let's get... We're going to get to that in a second. But it is... It is it should bother everyone that the chief law enforcement officer of the state of Indiana is going out of his way to deny the public information about a government opinion, right? Because that's what the inspector general's ruling is. It's a government-based opinion. Yeah, to be slapped by the by the to be slapped by another government government official because of transparency is out and out embarrassing. Okay, so now that he has appealed this, he is apparently, according to Indiana Capital Chronicle bringing in super lawyer Jim Bopp. Now, Jim Bopp is a, a conservative lawyer. He's tried cases in front of the Supreme Court. He's very well known, uh, unless it is uh, proving that Todd Young did not get 500 signatures uh, to stay on the ballot. He is usually very effective in what he does. Um, and it has now come out, according to Capital Chronicle, that Rokita has given this guy, Jim Bopp, a contract that could be as much as $250,000 to help him not have to reveal this inspector general's opinion. Yeah, that 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 just doesn't and, and there's other uh, responsibilities that Jim has taken on um as a, a contract lawyer, attorney for the attorney general. And um I I I would imagine the attorney attorneys general um have um had consultants like this in the past, but it's wide out there. It, it, it's it's uh, uh, it's something we all know, and I, I it, it's just hard to understand what goes on in the attorney general's uh, idea of how to um, how to how to. Um, I mean, he's not a. Po- I mean, he is a politician, but he's not. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, the, he's the chief law enforcement officer for the state of Indiana. His responsibilities. It's hard to mesh what he does. And what the responsibilities of the attorney general actually are. Yeah, we've never had to deal with this sort of issue with Greg Zeller yeah, before, or, or, or Carter. And mm-hmm. look, people may like those people or not like them. Now Curtis got in a little hot water, but it wasn't over. It wasn't over his financial si- situation or what job mm-hmm. he was working. Mm-hmm. It was did he behave inappropriately outside of the office, right? But but but, but his responsibilities inside the office, Greg Zeller's, uh, all were not controversial right they got the job done robert so and uh, when, when when we say and this is important when we say that he's going to spend two hundred fifty thousand dollars or up to it with this contract he's using our money jim he is he's he using is. taxpayer money to defend himself from being transparent with the public right and also he could have attorneys in his office that are probably lesser expensive i would think well he did and he the one guy benjamin jones according to capital chronicles the guy's name was defending this case Mm -hmm. and he's out yeah well it it's uh it's a conundrum why uh someone that is a lawyer that works for the attorney general couldn't get this done and and now you have a highfalutin uh jim bob who's a good man um that's been hired uh to take somebody's place that is just Kind of a, a mainline attorney. It, it's. Uh, I think. I think the public has a lot to think about in the next what year and a half uh, because the attorney general's on the ballot. Listen to this quote, according to Capital Chronicle, from a spokesperson for Rokita's office. 
Our mission is to defend all people in Indiana, and due to our workload, we are happy to welcome exceptional attorneys to our team like Jim Bob. They act as though Rokita is like Nelson Mandela or something <laughs> being oppressed, and we must defend this guy, this poor person mm-hmm. who is just can't fight for himself. Mm-hmm. These people are shameless. Well, and also, if you if you stop somebody on Monument Circle and you say, what do you think the attorney general does? And and that person probably would say, well, he's got to be a lawyer, uh, and he probably defends the people of the state of Indiana. Uh, and, and, and that's all they know. And, 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 and that idea uh, of an attorney defending the state of Indiana, uh, and, and now – uh, the the message is different that he needs help from a from a really good uh, a, a good lawyer. You just kind of wonder who's running things. Well, well, it's bad enough that he's trying to avoid giving us the information. Well, but, he, then, yeah. but then it's salt in the wound to say, and I'm going to make you pay mm-hmm. for me to not give you the information. Right, and that's probably Bob's probably got a lot more responsibilities than that. But it, it does. Transparency is the key here. Uh, sunshine. And I just don't understand why Todd uh, has behaved like this, because this isn't the first inter- instance. And, and and I love now you would know better than I would because it's been 10 years since I've been over there. Right. But when I was over there, the attorney general's office was the largest statewide office of all the statewide office holders. Overwhelmingly, it was not even close that the attorney general had the most employees mm-hmm. at his disposal they have large responsibilities and, and they, they have they, lots of lawyers on staff. they do and that and mm-hmm. that's fine yeah, but the, for them to act like we are just so overwhelmed here mm-hmm. like there's seven guys in a you know a back room mm-hmm. somewhere mm-hmm. and that's all that's defending the state of indiana he he has created this problem he he to, he being todd rokita created this problem if todd rokita would just do the right thing mm-hmm. and release the information and isn't that weird? Because it would, if indeed it says what it says, you're still a weirdo for trying to work a second job while being attorney general. But at least, okay, everyone's in the clear and everybody go home and you're just a weirdo. But he's fighting giving us the information that puts him in the clear. Well, also he fights with the governor. Uh, and I will say this Look, I'm not going to hold that against him. Well, um, it, but that's not his job. His job is protecting, not protecting, but defending the legislature and in uh, if there's a lawsuit that's filed against legislation or new law, he defends it. That is his responsibility, and he's taking his eye off the ball. Uh, the focus is on Jim Bob. The focus is on this this doctor. That, that it, the, the focus is not on Todd Rokita and and what his responsibilities are and what what his office actually does. We we got about two two minutes left. I want to make sure I have time to ask you this. Uh-huh. I've always said with Rokita. He's in the worst possible spot because he's a guy who desperately wants to be a politician in a position that should be totally non-political. Well, as you, attorney you, general, yeah, you've seen you've seen uh, previous attorneys general that that have um, performed in uh, non-controversial ways. John, uh, Greg Zeller was a great help to me on the Lifeline Law. Uh, you, you've seen all sorts of personalities go through there defending the state of Indiana. Uh, and and not not uh, coming into uh, uh, colliding with with uh, transparency. It, it's it's just it's mind boggling how it's he is the issue, not the what his responsibilities yeah. are. You're right, and it's like if we're going to be critical of uh, 
whatever called rogue prosecutors or whatever people who inject politics in on the left you got to do it on the right too because rakit is a goof i mean he behaves like a goof and it is one thing for a politician to behave like a goof your former colleagues in the house and senate there's many of them who do that on a daily basis but they're not supposed to be in charge of something that's blind which is justice they're politicians right and just do your job uh, what's we got about a minute left? What's going on with you in podcast land? You've got all sorts of things that you do now. Sure, I I, I enjoy doing Jim Merritt's Indiana podcast. You could I have a I have a channel on YouTube, but I also have Merritt in the morning. Uh, Bra- uh Brad Kloffenstein, Kloffenstein, Kloffenstein. Yeah, he and I every other Thursday talk to somebody in the community. Uh, uh, today we're we're taping this on Thursday. Today we're going to be interviewing Bernard Haston. Bernard Haston's family. Uh, immigrated from uh, from Ukraine, Poland, uh, that area of Eastern Europe yeah. when the Nazis were coming. And, and uh, he has a, a water efficiency company. We're going to be talking to him about uh, what what we should be doing about water in our communities. And so we're, we try to uh, talk about local issues, and it's a lot of fun. Merritt in the morning. Yeah, find it on Facebook and YouTube. Jim Merritt, you are a national treasure. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com and I know you will too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com Rob Kendall, Jim Merritt, the program is State House Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. Don't forget, you can find Jim on Twitter at Jim underscore Merritt, at Jim underscore Merritt, and be sure to check out his fabulous Merritt in the Morning podcast. You can find that on uh, YouTube and Facebook. Me, I'm on Twitter, at Rob M. Kendall, at Rob M. Kendall, and you can hear me weekdays, 9 until noon, Weekdays, 9 until noon, the Kendall and Casey Show on 93.1 WIBC in Indianapolis. And whether you're listening here via Statehouse Happenings or you're listening to the Kendall and Casey Show each weekday, we absolutely cannot thank you enough for checking out the shows that we put forward. For Jim Merritt, I'm Rob Kendall. You've been listening to Statehouse Happenings.